Thrive Sweet Productions. And welcome back to This Day in Sports History. It's February 4th, and on this day in 2012, it was the real beginning of Linsanity. The rise was meteoric, out of nowhere. To classify his coming out party on this night and what happened in the following weeks as unexpected would be a big understatement. February 4th, 2012 was a Saturday. The Thursday prior to this game, the Knicks were practicing and head coach Mike D'Antoni was looking for someone to play point guard. Baron Davis wasn't healthy yet. Rookie Imam Shumpert was a possibility, but maybe not the answer. But Lynn was not even on D'Antoni's radar. In an interview with J.J. Redick and Tommy Alter from a year ago, D'Antoni told a story about that practice where Lynn comes up to him and asks if he should ship his car from the West Coast to the East Coast. Now, with Lynn's short-term contract up on the following Tuesday, D'Antoni suggested that he maybe should wait a little bit longer. So, now here we are on Saturday, the 4th, and the New York Knicks were at home at Madison Square Garden against the New Jersey Nets. The Knicks had claimed Lynn off waivers in late December, and in total, he had played 55 minutes in the 22 games since he had joined the team. The night before against the Boston Celtics, Lynn had played seven minutes. He was 0 for 3 from the floor and hit only two free throws. Now, on this night, Lynn checked into the game as the point guard with 3 minutes 35 seconds to play in the first quarter. He distributed the basketball a couple of times, and then he went to work in the second quarter. At the start of the second, Lynn scored his first points on a layup, went to the other end, forced a steal, and then assisted a Tony Douglas bucket on the return trip to spark the Knicks' offense. He tossed a couple of alley-oop passes to Tyson Chandler, made a few more layups, and then knocked down a 16-foot perimeter jumper with 10.36 left in the game to equal his career high of 15 points. He scored another 10 for his new career-best 25 while dishing seven assists. After the game, Lynn struggled to explain where the offensive explosion came from, saying, I'm still kind of in shock about everything that happened, but I'm just trying to soak it all in right now. Two nights later against the Utah Jazz, Lynn was in the starting five and made the most of his opportunity, playing 45 minutes and scoring another career-high 28 points. It was the spark the Knicks needed. Before February 4th, they had lost 11 out of 13. After Lynn's explosion on the scene, the Knicks won seven straight, and that winning streak started on this night, 12 years ago today. Also on this day, in 1987, the Sacramento Kings set an NBA record for the poorest start in an NBA game by scoring only four points in the first quarter in a game against the LA Lakers. The Kings went more than nine minutes without scoring a single point. And then when they finally did score, it was from the free throw line with 2.54 left in the first. They added two more from the line a few minutes later. Sacramento was 0 for 18 from the field in the quarter, and they trailed 40 to 4 at the end of it. The four points still stands as the lowest first quarter output in NBA history. And in 2018, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the New England Patriots to win Super Bowl 52. Nick Foles engineered the game-winning drive, was named MVP, and is still the only player to throw a touchdown and also catch a touchdown in a Super Bowl. That's all for today. If you have a moment, how about leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? 
That would help the show grow a good bit. Check out the show notes for other ways to help out the show as well. Thanks for checking out today's episode, and I'll have more tomorrow on This Day in Sports History.